Kale and Company, weekday mornings, 6 till 10. How many times must I tell you, babe? How many times must I'm Greg Stocker tell you to hit the like and subscribe button, darn it? Welcome back in. It's Kale and Company as we continue. 902, fourth and final hour underway on a Monday morning. Nick, Dawn, and Greg, as we head till 10 o'clock this morning, get us on the free Odyssey app, watch us live on YouTube. Don't forget, it is Cyber Monday. Go to the 1210 merch store, 1210WPHT.com. 20% off all hoodies today only. And it's hoodies only. Only hoodies. Not coffee mugs, not t-shirts. No, hoodies only. Get 20% off, which I think is a great deal. 1210WPHT.com. There's a banner there that'll take you right to the merch store. It's easy to do. They're great holiday gifts. Yeah. So... Kristen just texted me. She oh, just no. she just she just bought one. Good. $49.75 with the 20% discount. That's great. There you go. Look at that. Very Love nice. That. Even though she doesn't value free speech, she'll still wear it. <laughs> now that we're like now that you guys are back together, like yeah. the the insult cuz I noticed yeah. for a while there the insult stopped. Well, yeah. For good reasons. Right, right. Lawyers, but but, but now, but, as Dawn says, the world is always going to be. <laughs> but now that uh, now that you guys are back yeah. together, it and is, we get Salmonella together, it's uh, <laughs> why? Well, yeah, I mean if that doesn't solidify a relationship. I don't know what I does. Know, right? Oh God! Yeah. <laughs> if you missed that story, uh, go back to the Odyssey app. Seven twelve this morning, you'll hear about my Monday last Monday in Nashville. Oh, man. And let's just say um, the you know what hit the ceiling in a different way. Nice. But anywho, so Harry Mays coming up at 9.30. He will make his debut with us, uh, former partner of the great Tony Bruno. We'll talk to him about what happened yesterday in Philadelphia with the Eagles and Bills. Also, his thoughts on uh, this Dana White Peloton story about advertisers telling Dana White who he should vote for and who he shouldn't publicly endorse. Uh, and also get his thoughts on the Greg Popovich telling fans not to boo story. So bad. And also, remember the story story about the sports writer that said Aaron Rodgers was anti-science and anti-vax and he's been hanging out with RFK and all this other stuff well this guy's back in the news again now saying that Aaron Rodgers actually never tore his um uh was it his Achilles he thinks he's a liar so we're going yes imagine that imagine <laughs> that we all saw the video i know i know so we'll talk to Harry about all of that coming up at 9.30. Morning mystery movie clip at 9.20. And then uh, also in a couple of minutes here, a Wall Street Journal columnist has their person that they want to nominate for the person of the year. You know, Dawn just talked about the word. Was it the uh, the word of the year is how it was uh, yes. phrased, Dawn? Word of the year. And authentic. it was authentic. Uh, Marcus Aurelius on Twitter says the word of the year should be mustard. <laughs> Which you're not going to get any disagreement from us. Uh, you know, we, we beat the hell out of that word we on the show. We did, and I love it. So, Marcus might be one of the leaders of the day for who won Twitter. I tried to play I tried to play the mustard drop a few times last week while we were out. It just yeah. didn't have the same flair. Yeah. Mustard! Mustard! Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Leave, leave the soundboard alone when I'm done. <laughs> it's my toy. I took it with me. All right, so I got to get to this story. Um, you know, it's amazing how some of these, and I don't even really know what Vice is anymore. Vice used to be like a website, and then I kind of thought it became more of a channel. I don't know if from a TV standpoint if they're affiliated with the website, because Vice TV 
typically puts out some of these good documentaries. Oh, great documentaries. Like the life of pro wrestlers and how like, you know, drugs and painkillers will destroy their lives. They put out a lot of um, interesting they, biography type stuff. They have the series The Dark Side of. That's it. That's it, it. It's the dark side of wrestling, the dark yep. side of the 90s, the dark side of the 2000s. Yeah. They just did the the dark side of comedy, which is which has, uh, you know, Sam Kinison and all the, you know, all the great comedians who... who who yep. died too young. Yep. Um, great documentary, yes. by the way. And by the way, Sam Kinison, great cameo in Married with Children, by the way. Season it's two. And anyway. It wasn't season two, but... All right, well, it's close enough. This is the 80s. It was the early portion. So Vice, uh, apparently from a website standpoint, has gone bankrupt a few years ago, and they've been broke for a while. And you wonder why. Well, they release headlines and stories like this. Uh, the first one, uh, the headline reading... We should consider eating our own poop for a better future. What? Yes. That's the first one. I did not click on it. I have no interest in reading that. <laughs> but the one that I did have interest in that relates to this show, uh, Vice's headline says, 100 ways that white people can make life less frustrating for people of color. And they tweeted out this article on uh, Thanksgiving, uh, the 20, uh, was Thanksgiving the 24th, or might have been Black Friday, at around 10.45 p.m. It got over 12 million views. So I clicked on it, and I'm thinking, all right, here we go. What, what other left-wing, woke, ridiculous writer wrote a um, hundred different things that I'll probably disagree with? So... Here is the intro before I give you some of the bullet. I'm not going to give you all 100. I tweeted out the link if you want to read it and mock it and ridicule them. Uh, but I did have a, a few takeaways from about eight or nine different um, bullet points in their top 100. But the individual who wrote this says the following. As someone with very low tolerance for racist BS, I've managed to surround myself with white people who are cognizant of their privilege and strive to make the world a less terrifying and frustrating place for people of color. This means that I often deal with said white people asking me what they can actually do to affect change. So here, anxious allies of the world are 100 simple ways to be the change. Only 100. Huh? Only 100, because we got to rank everything, and everything needs to be a top 100 or a top 10 or a top 5. It's not nearly comprehensive, this guy says, but it's somewhere to start. Go forth and disrupt our harmful racial paradigm. So here is um, 8 to 10 of them that stood out to me, and we'll have some thoughts on this. Number one. Just because you can't see racism around you doesn't mean it's not happening. Trust people of color's assessment of a situation. Number two, don't assume that all people of color share the same views. We are not a monolith. So when, well, let me stop right there. So don't assume that all people of color share the same views. So then the writer of this should not be offended or triggered when somebody of color is a Donald Trump supporter or a Donald Trump voter. Remember the guy that we played for you on the cut sheet as well as a big take who was parked outside of Fulton County when Trump was going for his indictment in front of Fannie Willis and he was representing a group of black voters that were cheering and rallying and supporting Trump as the motorcade drove down 75 in Atlanta into Fulton County? So then by your own rules, Mr. 100 Ways, don't assume that all African-Americans are going to vote for Joe Biden because we've seen the polls. Donald Trump now has 22% support in minority communities. But I continue. Number three, don't assume or guess people's races. 
This is not a fun game for us. Okay. Number four, if someone yells at you and tells you that they're from Uganda, don't say, I went to Nigeria once. Just please don't go there. Okay. Number six, oh, and rest assured that literally no person of color ever wants you to get back from holiday, show off your tan, and excitedly exclaim, look, I'm almost as dark as you. (laughs) Cease and desist, this guy says. Hey, 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 let me uh, let's just uh, let's now let's apply this absurdity to the practicality of real life. Has any white person ever gone on vacation, gotten a killer tan and came back and said to a black person, I'm almost as tan as you are. I don't think that has ever happened in the history of society. (laughs) I think that's I think that's a total falsehood. I think that's a total myth and fabrication. But I digress. They go on down the list. Number eight. Don't assume we can run if we're black. Do math if we're Asian or have drinking problems if we're indigenous. You know what? I'm going to actually you know, add to this. I'm going to agree with this guy here. Just because I'm Irish and I enjoy a good cocktail, don't assume that Nick Kale's an alcoholic. Because I am offended if you say that. Because I am not. Well, I mean, we just assume you're an alcoholic because of all the times you uh, show pictures and tell us about your drinking. <laughs> it's all about the it's all about the retweets, baby. <laughs> and by the way, uh, I guess we could also say just because we're white doesn't mean we're racist. That's correct. Oh, what a you. crazy concept. Yeah. Uh, just a few more to point out this absurd list. Number 10, don't make embarrassing jokes to try and be down with people of color. We'll laugh at you, not with you. Ah, uh, cool. And two, uh, let me give you three more. These are the other three I highlighted. Uh, if you're at my house party, don't turn off the weekend to put on Arctic Monkeys. Okay, this is one that is very specific. I, this is, this is, but it happened to me once, and I'm not over it. The I, audacity. Guys, I feel like this is a joke list. I mean, that's, that's that, kind of that's, funny. That's a joke one. That's kind of sure. funny. That's for sure. Yeah. And by the way, the weekend's terrible. It's, it's, not the actual Saturday-Sunday thing. I love that. But the weekend, the, the musician, not a fan. So are Arctic really? Monkeys. You like the, I like the weekend. Do you really? I do. I don't like it's, it. All of his songs are entirely too slow of a buildup. Like, I, I don't need songs that are five minutes and 48 seconds because it took you an, a minute and 45 to get into the song. Just, just you know, like, get into it. Let's go. I, I have a short attention span. Americans don't have time for five and a half minute songs. It's not 1974 anymore. Um, By the be. way, he was on the, um, the Idol Who show was? with uh, The Weeknd. The Weeknd? And it was such a good show. Really? You guys have to check it out. Nope. Greg, are you an Arctic Monkeys fan? Nope. Yeah, neither am I. Um, <sighs> two, nor the weekend. Yes, I agree. Two more for you. Avoid phrases like, quote, but I have a black friend, I can't be racist. You know that's BS as well as we do. Number 14, last one. When you endlessly complain about how terrible white people are, you are being that terrible white person. So if there's somebody that's living with this ridiculous concept of white guilt and they're complaining about it in front of a black person, apparently that's not good either. So, and you know who the like the white guilt person is, right? It's the person with the BLM flag and sign in their yard, the Ukraine flag in their yard, the one who donated to the BLM movement. Like I, I've said this for a while. I would guess, and remember, there's a lot of stories about how All of those funds that were created and generated during the BLM contributions and donations that went unaccounted for, and these leaders of these BLM chapters were caught committing fraud with the the money that they said was going to go to certain communities that they were advocating for. I'm just throwing a percentage out. I'd be willing to bet that two-thirds of the money generated, whatever the total number was, I think I saw something like $91 million 
for the BLM movement, I'd be willing to guess two-thirds of that came from extremely liberal, progressive, white, woke women in, in suburbs. That, that's just a guess on my part, because I think a lot of people within the black community did not donate to the BLM community. I think that yeah. was a total white person, white guilt. I feel bad, even though I shouldn't, because I have nothing to do with what happened to people 50 years ago or 200 years ago. That's long been my assumption. No way to prove it. No way to back it up. Uh, just a guess on my part. But I, I, you know, I just wanted to point that ridiculous list out from Vice because, you know, again, it's this world of like, well, you're white, you must be racist, or white, yeah, you're guilty of this. And I'm like, dude, I don't, I don't hate anybody. Just, just don't be a pain in my, you know what, and just let me be me. You do you. I'll do me, and you know, we'll live in harmony. But then again. That's uh, not what has transpired in this country over the last three and a half years after the George Floyd situation, which led to the protests, which, by the way, speaking of that news over the holiday weekend, uh, Derek Chauvin, the police officer that's now in jail, uh, was not fatally, but there were reports initially that he might have died, but it was uh, serious wounds from a stabbing in prison in Minnesota. Yeah, they say that he had to take, uh, or the doctors had to take life-saving measures to to uh, right save him. Yeah, so, yeah. So that's I thought he, was it was it a prison? I thought they moved him to Arizona. Oh, did they move him? So I think it was the I think that the stabbing happened in in Arizona prison. I know the attorney general was like, yeah, Mr. Chauvin has the right to, which obviously he does, to live his life in prison without fear of retaliation and things like that. Um, honestly, I'm so you know because word gets around. I mean, we know the way prisons work. Like if you go in there as a you know a, ch- a child predator, you, your days are numbered. Like you're better off murdering somebody than being a child predator in prison because that's like the one thing prisoners don't tolerate is crimes against little children um uh but you you had to imagine like the word got around that oh there's there's the guy that killed george floyd even though we've we've seen the autopsy report and the autopsy does not reveal anything that says Derek chauvin was responsible even though the court deemed him responsible but that's a different story for another day uh, i'm surprised it took this long for this guy to be attacked in prison because you got to assume that word gets around and people quickly realize in the prison community who you are and what you're in for. So Yeah, and if you're law enforcement, oh, you're a marked man, right? Uh, correct, correct. So. I did see his mom over the holiday. His mom, Carolyn, was very upset that they gave her no word at all. And she, that's why I thought he was further away mm-hmm. because they moved him you know, to a, to a prison further away. But right. maybe that was after the stabbing. Right. But she was just trying to, desperate to try to get some information about him so i would imagine if they moved him away from whatever prison he was in in minnesota that's probably for his protection right because you got to assume if you put him in some facility in arizona for people that are you know convicted of what what chauvin was convicted of maybe the word doesn't get around so much there and he's probably got a higher uh chance of not having to deal with you know fighting for his life because he's been labeled whatever he's been labeled fairly or unfairly so well, TMZ is the one updating it, ironically. They're saying he's in stable condition this morning mm-hmm. after the attack Friday in Tucson's Federal Correctional Facility. They've been reporting so much lately. They, they have been. That. Yeah. They're yeah. breaking everything. Wild. Yeah, because yeah, they're vultures who pay sources. <laughs> yeah. Seriously, they're, they are the lowest form of but you, media. You, you actually said this two weeks ago. 
So, but let me ask you this: in, yeah. in a world where we don't trust the media, where real journalism is on its deathbed, short of the Matt Taibbi's of the world, the world, the Barry Weiss's of the world, don't we want to give TMZ no. credit for getting the nope. actual facts, no matter how they get them? Nope. Because no? they they they're like ghouls. They hang around <laughs> like uh, like uh, the, the, the crime scenes and look for you know take pictures. And they're like, a lot like the Daily Mail. Here's the first picture of Matthew Perry's parents as they learned that their son died. Yeah, and here you know they reported on that before anybody else. They they reported when Eddie Van Halen died. So two tabloids before... for you. No, too like scummy. Too okay. like you know, like they they break the news before the you know the authorities or the doctors or whatever can alert the family. You know, so they, so sometimes families finding out on social media yeah. that that their loved ones died because TMZ is the first there, and they you know they pay sources. And it's just it's it's gross. They the, rem- they the remind me of the Daily Mail from the standpoint of like you know having people staked well, out. Remember Jack Nicholson didn't emerge from his house for like two years. Oh yeah, and, they and then the first the first pictures were him on the balcony. The Daily well, Mail's like hanging out in the trees, snapping photos. Well, I will say this about the Daily Mail is that they're not as bad as TM. They're they're still bad. I admit I read them, but but uh, they're they're not as bad as TMZ. Like they. They put pictures up there. Like, yes, the picture of Jack Nicholson wasn't tasteful, right. but it was like, you know, he's still alive. He's yeah. still, you know what I mean? Like, TMZ goes to lengths to get uh, autopsies and, and, and uh, you know, knows when people die before their family members do. And it's just, it's just gross. It's yeah. like, what they do is just gross. Right. Well, as far as Derek Chauvin, apparently the surgery they did saved his life. Yeah. So the stabbing was life-threatening, mm. but he is... In, they've stabilized his condition after surgeries over the weekend, and the latest on you know the fired um, Minneapolis police officer Derek Chauvin. The latest is that he's quote unquote expected to survive, but there's no clear pathway here. Mm-hmm. That's why I guess his mom had, over the weekend was just saying she deserves to visit him. They haven't been given any information, right? Because remember his wife, boom, she divorced him. Oh, that's right. Remember that, right? Right. Yep. When he right before he was even charged. Mm-hmm. All right, nine twenty on this Monday morning as we get to the morning mystery movie clip. And now the morning mystery movie clip on Kalen Company Talk Radio twelve ten WPHT. Guys, what's the first lesson in poker? Never bet on the uh... no. Uh, leave emotion at the door. That's right, Topher. Today's lesson: how to draw out the bluff. That much money, this early in the game, I'm saying he's holding nothing better than a pair of face cards. Bear? Careful. Don't worry, I'm game. I will see you are 500, and I will raise you another 500 of my own. That's a very handsome bet, Josh. Think you know what it is? Call at 12 at 855-839-1210, and you could win this great prize. And today's great prize, a $50 gift certificate to the shops at Chestnut Hill. If you can identify that movie clip, call her 12-855-839-1210. $50 gift certificate to the shops at Chestnut Hill. 
We'll see if we get our winner on the other side. And Harry Mays, one half of the great former show that I used to produce, Tony Bruno and Harry Mays, will join us at the bottom of the hour as we'll talk about the Eagles-Bills game and also Dana White, Greg Popovich, Aaron Rodgers, and also annoying fans in sports. We continue. Kale and Company next on Talk Radio 1210 WPHT. This is the Kale and Company podcast from Talk Radio 1210 WPHT and on the free Odyssey app. You've heard me talk about the fact that we recently got my son Michael a sporty new Honda Civic from my friends at Gaza Honda. Everybody there, the staff, that's so accommodating, made our experience seamless and streamlined. Most importantly, Yaza Honda found Michael the exact Civic model and color, everything he could have wanted, and much more. So right now I'm just thinking about, uh, maybe I'll do a little early uh, holiday shopping, Christmas shopping for myself, and trade in my old Honda minivan. How about that? I, I just, I highly recommend you visit your local Piazza Honda dealer in Philadelphia. There's some awesome Honda deals going on right now. So you can check them out in Springfield, Langhorn, Pottstown, or Reading. For your next Honda, you can always shop online today, PiazzaHonda.com, P-I-A-Z-Z-A, PiazzaHonda.com. Nick Dawn and Greg, Talk Radio 1210, WPHT. Of course, you can get us on the free Odyssey app. Watch us live on YouTube. And, of course, take advantage of Cyber Monday, 20% off the 1210 WPHT merch store. Just go to 1210WPHT.com. 20% off all hooded sweatshirts because... Well, it's hoodie season as we get closer to the one. Uh, well, winter is what officially December twenty first, uh, but this week it's going to feel like winter uh, regardless. Ugh. Perfect holiday season, Ugh. perfect gift. Uh, get your stocking stuffers for Kale and Company hooded sweatshirts. All right, what's on the cut sheet part? Do what's on tap for the Dawn Show? Who on Twitter today? All still on the way. Uh, also, we will chat with our buddy Harry Mays, and also we have Dawn's Big Three coming up. But right now. Let's get to our morning mystery movie clip winner, Christopher, uh, Christopher's in Philadelphia. Christopher, good morning. What movie clip did we play for you about five minutes ago? You played the remake of Ocean's Eleven. That is correct, sir. You are absolutely correct, and you got the $50 gift certificate to the shops at Chestnut Hill. So congratulations, Chris. Thanks for listening, and thanks for playing. Thanks for having me. Appreciate it. You got it. Christopher is our winner this morning. So a nice little $50 gift card. A nice little day. You get 20% off a hoodie. You get $50 for the shops at Chestnut Hill. And uh, you're on your way. All right. Harry Mays will be on his way in just a few moments. But first, 928. Let's get to a Dawn Stenzel and Big Three at 9. It's the Big Three and 9 on Kale & Company. Big Three at Nine, sponsored by Joseph Anthony Retreat Spa and Salon. Number one, they're here. Yes, we have confirmation that yet another bug from Asia is spreading across the country. It can clone itself at un, un, unbeforeseen historic rates, and cool. it's here in Pennsylvania. Oh, right in our state. Yeah, wow. Pennsylvania. Okay. I'm booking a flight to Tennessee right after the show. Fabulous. Well, it's, it's, it's making its way across the country. These are known as Asian longhorned ticks. Oh. They can reproduce asexually with the females capable of basically cloning themselves. Right. They lay up to 2,000 eggs at a time. And they're asexual. Yeah. 
Are they non-binary? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what is that? I don't even... Yeah, what would that... I guess they would They would be in you yeah. know, a whole new category. Yeah, these are trans bugs. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> no, not even. They're clone bugs. Clone bugs. They've never... We've never seen this in all of North America. Yeah. So, yeah here's the solution. Uh, we, we need to cease all travel between here and China. Amen. I'm done with that country. I'm done with COVID. I'm done with that other virus. They have another respiratory illness going around in China that that is affecting children. All travel to and from China ends today, if Nick Kale was the uh, ruler of the world. (laughs) Done with them. So they are, remember we have the story where they killed in in, these same Asian longhorn ticks were, uh, were attributed to killing cattle. And entire herds or whatever, or making herds sick with different diseases and killing, you know, even very healthy male bulls, large animals, if you think about that. Mm-hmm. And so that was where the red flags were thinking, uh oh. So you think about Pennsylvania, these things can hide in vegetation. And unless you come into direct contact with the ticks to kill them mm-hmm. by spraying or what have you, you're not going to kill them. Okay, so as I as I look for my golf ball in the weeds that I hit out Bingo. of bounds, I'm going to get a tick from China that could kill me. So you should probably should be very careful when you're reaching for your ball. Yeah, you got to be careful. Right, you always um, got to be careful when reaching for your balls. <laughs> no, like spraying because standard pesticides do not kill them. Mm. These things are scary. Great, and so um, they're putting the word out. Just we're, we're really in Pennsylvania because we have this. Even though we have a cold spell like you talked about tomorrow and Wednesday, mm-hmm. but today we're in the 50s, and then starting Thursday, moving through the weekend, we're in the low to mid 50s again. So the tick, these kinds of ticks, they're super survivors, and they have six-legged larvae. Ah, I'm looking at pictures of them. So the Pennsylvania um, Department of Environmental Protection is issuing all kinds of warnings. Make sure you spray seriously. And and watch out for your dogs, your pets, your cats, that sort of thing. Yeah. So they carry Lyme disease, but they ca- carry all kinds of other diseases. Great. And yeah, sorry. Yeah. yeah. This is like a gross day, isn't it? It Between, is. Sorry. Okay, I got to go. Uh, so the supply for Pico's residential customers set to decrease, go down by 8%. And that's starting this Friday, December 1st. When have we had this kind of good news? So I just wanted to bring you that good news story as we think about Pico okay. rates. And uh, so that's a great one. Mm-hmm. And uh, But the bad news is, I think for gas customers, your prices, because we have a change coming December 1st. So for gas companies, PGW set rates are increasing as of this Friday, December 1st. This affects millions of customers across our region. Yeah, for sure. So I wanted to bring you those three. We are sponsored by Joseph Anthony Retreat Spawn Salon. Secret to finishing your holiday shopping. Three locations, Glen Mills, Springfield Center City, Lowe's Hotel. Visit in person or online, josephanthony.com, where gift cards are available, josephanthony.com. All right, Dawn, thank you very much. 932, as we welcome in our next guest making his debut on Talk Radio 1210 WPHT. You know, when you think about the history of dynamic duos, you think of Batman and Robin, you think of Starsky and Hutch, perhaps Peanut Butter and Jelly, and then not further down the list is Tony Bruno and Harry Mays. And Harry Mays, I would argue the better half of Bruno and Mays, is with us here on a Monday morning. Harry Mays, what's going on, man? 
Hey, Nick. Uh, gl- glad to be with you guys. Man, it's an honor to be on Kale and Company, this uh, <laughs> highly rated morning show in the Philadelphia region. Yeah, just good to tur- be here. Good to have you. Just make sure you turn off your mentions because you come on this station, people start uh, start labeling you a certain way. Oh, is that right? <laughs> That's right. Oh, yeah. Not that, oh, not that we you, got not the first cackle. We yeah. got the first cackle out of Stocker. Oh, yeah. yeah, he's been cackling all morning. <laughs> What's up, Harry? Hey, what's going on? Good morning. Yeah, good morning. And it's Dawn Awake. I know she's getting ready for the Dawn Show. Hey, yeah. thank you, Harry. There she is. There she is. Hardest working woman good in radio. You. There you go. Yes. The the Asian Longhorn Ticks, are they in the SEC yet? No, no. <laughs> that'll be in the other expansion when they go to 20 teams. Oh, is that right? No, that'll be all over my, uh, my tailor-made uh, golf ball when I hit it into the weeds with you. Okay. Because yeah. I think I had them uh, laying seven points against the lantern flies. Ah, that's a good number. It's a good number. Yes. You got yourself a nice cover. Uh, I had the Eagles last night, minus woo. two and a half. Yeah. Uh, see, I had three, so it was a push. And that, yeah. that's where we got to get your thoughts because, uh, look, you know, it, a win is great. And I'm not going to be sitting here trying to say that, like, you know, yesterday was some bad day. Anytime you win, it's good. Buffalo, even though they're a down team this year, Josh Allen's still a force. But, dude, that that first half was the complete opposite of the second half on Monday night against Kansas City where they played inspired, riveting football. I mean, I know there was a lot of bad in the first half, mixed bag in the second half, but when they got a win. But your biggest takeaway and reaction to yesterday was what? Well, you never poo-poo a win in the NFL. And I know you you guys know that. A win is a win. They're 10-1. and Uh, They haven't played nearly four quarters of their best football yet this season, yet they have one loss to the stinking Jets, which I'm still trying to figure out how they lost that football game. Uh, But, yeah, I mean, they've beaten Kansas City and Buffalo, which is basically probably the best that the AFC can offer, even though Buffalo's a little bit down, as you mentioned, but they've done it in back-to-back weeks. Uh, You know, they just find ways to win, and that's what good teams do in the NFL. And I think that's really my... My major takeaway, I mean, you talk about the first half. It was, it was atrocious. I, I was trying to figure out what the game plan was. I mean, the, the, the quarterback turned the ball over twice, which led to two touchdowns for Buffalo. He was four of 11 for 33 yards in the first half. Uh, they weren't running the foot. They weren't doing anything. They had less than a hundred yards of total offense. And, uh, you know, they're down 17 seven. And I, I, I said to my wife, I said, they're still going to win this mm-hmm. because that's what they do. Yeah. Yeah, you know, that's that's what this team does. They just find ways, you know, even though Jason Kelsey with those two stinking penalties last night, which basically put Jake Elliott into the parking lot for that field goal attempt. <laughs> I'm like, what is going on? It wasn't a really good week for the Kelsey's between no. Travis fumbling the ball and giving the game away last week. And now Jason with two penalties. Uh, it wasn't a good week for them, but they, they find a way to win. Jake Elliott, a 59 yard field goal. I mean, that guy that that looked like one of your. Uh, Punch seven irons, Nick. Out of the <laughs> but I'll tell you that that was amazing. Uh, yes. he, he's a he's a great golfer too, you know, Jake Elliott. Yes, he is. He's a stick, as he, they say in the business. He is. But fifty nine yards. Um, you know, they gave up five hundred plus yards of offense to to Buffalo, and I think but you know Buffalo ran the ball on them, mm-hmm. which is what really surprised me. Like they ran it with their running backs. I know I know Josh Allen's going to get. You know, almost a hundred yards, pretty pretty much every week. I think he averaged nine yards a clip last night, right. and was close to a hundred yards of rushing. But they ran the ball with the with the two running backs, especially on that final drive uh, where they got their last touchdown, which really concerns me. That's a concern, and the other concern for a ten and one football team. And I know I'm sort of finding 
you know, warts on the supermodel here right now, but it is what it is. <laughs> right. Uh, they have a, they have trouble salting games away when they get the lead. And, and that's something in the playoffs, and you know this better than anybody, all the football you watch. In January, you get a lead, you go to your running game, and you grind up first downs, and you keep the ball. And mm -hmm. that's how you win. Yep. And they weren't able to do it against Dallas. They tried to give that ball, that game away three, four times in the final quarter. Dallas just isn't good enough to take it. Um, you know, Kansas City with a couple of turnovers, you know, some penalties. They should, they could have won, should have won that game too. But the Eagles find ways to win. And I think that's something that, you know, will, will, you know, do them well come January. I want to get your thoughts on Dana White and Greg Popovich, but one follow-up with the Eagles, and we'll look ahead to Sunday, because noted 49er fanboy Greg Stocker is probably, <laughs> probably already sees the line no. for his FanDuel read, where the 49ers are going to be a two-point road favorite coming into Philadelphia next Sunday. You talk about salting away victories on the ground and grinding up the clock. If if yesterday is any indication, and I know the league is a week-to-week -week league, I do yeah. not feel good about the 49ers coming in here next week because they look physically imposing, and they're, they're clicking on all cylinders right now. Yeah, they, they are, and their quarterback's healthy. And that, you know, that was the big thing last year in the playoffs, as everybody knows. But that's the only team, and it was the start of the season, too. I said this uh, on one of my podcasts, that that was the only team that I thought could come in to the link in January and steal a win. And I still feel that way. Um, you know, are they a better team right now than the Eagles? I don't know. We'll find out next week. But it really doesn't matter in early December. What matters is when they, you know, if they have to come back here in late, you know, late January. Uh, but yeah, that, that surprises me that they're a favorite on the road against against a ten and one football team yep. who's really good at home. Uh, but th you know that'll be interesting. But it, regardless of what happens next week, it really doesn't matter because the Eagles still have a two game advantage when you're looking at home field. If they did lose next week, they'd still have a one game advantage, and then they have to play Dallas and Seattle uh, to finish out this six game gauntlet that we all talked about when the schedule came out. Uh, but what really matters is where will they play it in January and, you know, who wins that game. Harry Mays joining us, one half of the former great show, Tony Bruno and Harry Mays, that I used to be a producer of. Tony Bruno. I am the better-looking half. <laughs> oh, no doubt. And There's, I do have nice hair still. You, yes, you I'm do. almost 60 and I have hair. Yeah, you you, you kind of hey, look like Gavin Newsom right now. i got to oh, be honest. Is that right? right? Ooh, oh, yeah. <laughs> No, I don't have any Brill Cream. But Gavin Newsom wears more Brill Cream than our old partner, Matt Lombardo. That's very true. That is very yes. true. Um, you're a guy who has never listened to anybody tell them what to do and what you can support and what you can advocate for. So Dana White and you have a lot in common in that regards, although his bank yeah. account's a little bit bigger. Little Dana bit. White was told by Peloton that he should not be out there publicly endorsing, saying he's a Donald Trump supporter and he's going to vote for Donald Trump, and following some of this backlash, Dana White, when he was on, uh, I believe, with Joe Rogan, uh, no, I'm sorry, it was the Theo Vaughn podcast, he said, you know what, he's not going to put up with Peloton, and he came through with what he was saying. He has now removed Pelotons in a video that went viral, all because a corporate sponsor doesn't like Donald Trump. Your thoughts on this story and how great Dana White is? Well, Dana White is great. He's a great American, and he can do whatever the hell he wants to do. And he doesn't need Peloton, okay? Peloton needs him, if you ask me. He doesn't need Peloton. He's in great shape. What does he need a Peloton for? <laughs> Dana White's ripped. <laughs> Kidding me? He runs UFC. Yep. 
Uh, but anyway, I, no, I think this is great, uh, you know, because he'll he could find, you know, there's probably sponsors waiting at the door to sign up to be a part of, of UFC. Yep. He doesn't need Peloton. And, who you know, who are they? Who are they to tell him what he can tweet? I don't care what candidate he supports or backs or whatever. Who cares? Who he votes for is his business. Mm-hmm. And Peloton ought to keep it that way, because now what they've done is they've angered you know, a portion of their clientele. Yep. And now, now other people might be, you know, trying to buy a Peloton for their husband or wife or whoever th- this holiday season. And now they might see this and say, you know what? Screw that. I'll get a different exercise bike. Yep. Yeah, but isn't it isn't it refreshing that a sports league in a yeah. day and age where all of these leagues and associations are scared of their own shadow? Oh yeah, they all go super left. They're all about you know BLM and social justice and woke warriors. And here's the UFC not following the lead of the NBA or Major League Baseball that removed an All Star game because of Jim Crow 2.0. The NFL has bent the knee to the left. The UFC has kind of flipped the proverbial bird at the left saying, no, like Donald Trump has got a big following at UFC events and we're not going to acquiesce to what you tell us to do. Yeah, I think it's tremendous. It's a great, it's a great message. Yeah. Everybody's so scared of being canceled. Yes. And Dana White doesn't, he doesn't worry about that. I mean, you you want to cancel him? So what? So, you know, he's got enough of an audience, uh, you know, with his, you know, with all the great things that he produces that he doesn't need Peloton. He doesn't care. Yep. I love it. Oh, I, I do love too. Fl- flipping the proverbial bird. You know, <laughs> exactly. <that. laughs> Especially coming off of Thanksgiving where you're stuffing the bird. You know what I'm saying? Exactly right. <laughs> All right. Uh, last thing I want to get your thoughts on. I, you know, the, when we talk about the NBA, there are two head coaches that are super left wing Steve Kerr in the Bay Area, Greg Popovich in San Antonio. I think after this story, Popovich has ascended from two to one and has surpassed Steve Kerr. We're going to play you the audio and video right now. This is Spurs head. Head coach Greg Popovich getting on a microphone saying that Spurs fans cannot boo a former player that is playing for the opposing team now in their building. Listen and watch, and I want to get Harry's reaction to this. Percent from line in the season. And Kawhi with eight points tonight, three of five from the floor. It is only three. Excuse me for a second. Pops on Can the we mic. stop all the booing let these guys play? It's our whole class. It's not who we are. Knock off the booing. Pop telling the fans to lay off Kawhi Leonard. But that's not San Antonio. All right, Harry Mason. That's not America because I mean, let's face it. You're the you're the paying customer. You have the your right to free speech, the First Amendment, and oh by the way, you're one of the reasons why these people live the lavish lifestyle that they do because you pay these ridiculous ticket prices. Uh, your thoughts on Greg Popovich? I mean, I knew he was kind of a you know, left wing wokester. I didn't realize he was such a super snowflake though. Well, yeah, great. He's a grade A jerk, and he's always been a grade A jerk. <laughs> Uh, ever since, you know, way back in the late 90s when he would give, uh, you know, the sideline reporters uh, guff and was always treated them like a bully. You know, going in at halftime, he would just sort of look at them like they'd ask him a question and he'd just look back at them with his scowl on. He's a very unhappy individual, if you ask me. And by the way, he hasn't had a division title since 2017. If he was <laughs> in any other market aside from sleepy San Antonio, he'd probably be bounced out and working for TNT right now. So yeah. he's a jerk. He's always been a jerk. He's a great coach. 
Don't get me wrong, but you can be both things, a jerk and a great coach. Exactly right. Harry yeah. Mays. He's always trying to tell everybody what to do and how to live. I know. I know. <laughs> yeah. Sounds like a, lot to, like a lot like Tony Bruno used to tell everybody how to live. Oh, Ridiculous. No. <laughs> By the way, we should, we should try to get you and Bruno on one of these weeks before the holidays together simultaneously. I think uh, radios throughout the Delaware Valley would explode. I don't know if there's enough air in the room. <laughs> Why, you think Bruno's going to suck up all the oxygen? Absolutely right. Just give me the damn five-day forecast to try to be accurate. That's all I want. All right. Thank you very much, Tony Bruno. Thank you very much, Harry Mays. Good stuff, buddy. Thank you. All right. Great. Have a great week, guys. There he is. Harry Mays. Yep. Back in the day, Batman and Robin, Starsky and Hutch, Jake and the Fat Man, Tony Bruno and Harry Mays. Mm. List of... uh, Dynamic duos. All right. Uh, you know what? We're not a duo. We're kind of like a triumvirate, right? Like a trio here between Dawn, Greg, and myself. And one of the reasons why is we have great segments like What's on the Cut Sheet Part Do? What's on the Cut Sheet Part Do? What's on the Cut Sheet Part Do? Sponsored by Consumer Cellular. Consumer Cellular offers unlimited talk and text on every plan starting at $20 per month, stay connected in rain, sleet, and snow with their premium nationwide 5G coverage with no contract and free activation. Visit ConsumerCellular.com. Consumer, ConsumerCellular.com. Switch today. Thank you, thank you, Consumer Cellular, for sponsoring What's on the Cut Sheet Part 2. So this is a this is a more visual thing, but I want to take... Uh, I want to get both your reactions. I'm dying to know Dawn's reaction. I, I think I know where... <laughs> Where uh, where where Nick is gonna land on this? We were debating this last night. So last night the Eagles and the Bills played. Obviously, everybody knows that in this area. Um, a little kid walks up to a Bills fan and act and acts like he's gonna shake his hand, and then does something else. <laughs> uh, go over to YouTube, YouTube.com/slash/at twelve ten WPHT guys. If you can run that video right now, I'd appreciate it. There's no audio. Uh, but he goes up to him, looks like he's going to shake his hand, and then he flips him off. Yes. So he looks, he goes up to a Bills fan, looks like he's going to shake his hand. Can can we roll that back one more time? Uh, looks like he's going to shake his hand, and then he flips him. He he flips him the bird. The kid looks probably I, I don't know nine ten. Yeah, yeah, I would say so. He's got a Jalen Hurts jersey on, and the Bills fan looks like he's wearing almost a Josh Allen <laughs> hockey jersey. <laughs> That looks like a like a hockey sweater. It does. Actually, when I saw that, I was like, "That's not a Bills." Uh, and then he turned around. Um, the guy takes it in good spirit. Yeah, he laughs it off. Um, keep it keep it on loop. Let's just keep watching yeah. it over and over because we're on a little bit of a delay. Um, yeah, no, he gives him the bird. Uh, Dawn, I, I'll let you uh, offer up your commentary. <laughs> I think that's good parenting. No, no, I absolutely do. I I asked my wife last night. I said. I said, you know, my son's obviously young. I said, would you get mad at Dylan if he did that? And she just, you know, laughed. And she rolled her eyes and laughed and did not give me a response, which I know where she's coming from on this. Dawn? Luckily, you can't see the kid's face. <laughs> so it could be a short adult man. I, it could be. I guess <laughs> I guess it could be. But it's, it's definitely not. I would say he's older than, I would say he's uh, 12-ish. But beyond that. 
that w- would never fly with one of my sons. Is it me? No way. Is it the way the video is compressed, or does everybody look real chunky walking in this park? It does lot? look compressed. Why does everybody look like an Oompa Loompa? Because it, it, it's compressed. It, okay. It's, it's a compressed video. I was going to make a comment about the Bills guy, but then I'm looking at the little kid and everybody else, and it looks like everybody's 280 in this video. <laughs> no, we have and to do like, that. And they're like four feet tall. We have to do that in okay. order to to, uh, to fit the size okay. of the YouTube. Well, but the I mean, fact that, I mean, this is, you know... The fact that it was put out like on a na- on a national level, oh, they train, they start them young, mm-hmm. you know, in Philadelphia. We're groomers, Dawn. We're groomers of bad friends. Right. So it's just to me, uh, you know, it's uh, you you laugh a little, you chuckle, but it's. But look not- how smooth the delivery was. He went there with the swoop of the hand, and then he pulls <laughs> he it out. But it's like he was rehearsing that for weeks. <laughs> I love it. Good work out of that. I dude. think it's hysterical. I and I know I know you're getting some pushback oh, on Oh, of course. Uh, That's Twitter. rude. That's not, yeah. This is so not this who is we Wendy. are. This is a Wendy's. <laughs> <laughs> no, it all it looks it almost looks staged. Mm-hmm. It's so good. Yeah. But I don't know. I think it's it could be a short a, adult. I would hate to think it's a 9-year-old kid. Now, what if that. it was a Cowboys fan he did that Uh-oh. too? What? No, no, no. I'm if it was oh, a Cowboys okay. fan. Yeah, yeah, because yeah, Bills fans, a yeah, pretty good fan base. Yeah, you know, they don't really mess with anybody. Uh, you know, good people. <laughs> I like that kid. <laughs> I do too. Yeah, everyone was like, "Is that your son?" I'm like, I don't have a son. At least that I don't know of. Um. Yes. Put up a ch- uh, guys in the yeah, back. We got to do put a poll. Uh, what this was this kid kid out of line? Is that is that the questioning? Yeah. Yeah. Is it out of line for the kid to flip off a Bills fan? Yes, yes or no? no. Yeah. YouTube. No, you com- never want that. I mean, you never want to see that as a parent. It's you know because I'm. You, other people might laugh and think it's funny or cool, but as a parent, I'm not my kid's friend. I'm their parent. Time and so place, they would get though, in trouble. Right? No, 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 no. Not time and place. <laughs> no, 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 no. Yeah, it wasn't church. It wasn't like he flipped off his teacher in science class. You're yeah, you're football, blessed enough. Lot. No, you're blessed enough to be be uh ticketed you know you're you're a kid who's going to get do you know how much those tickets cost oh yeah to go to that game you're blessed to be able to attend an eagles game which most people in philadelphia would just you know kill to get into and there you are acting like that here's my question you do not represent philadelphia what if as a parent you immediately discipline little bobby there no, how, how dare we will talk about this when we get home, and then you kind of look over to your wife and like that was pretty damn cool. <laughs> no, I would. As a parent, you have to parent, and so you go. Really, this went viral, and this is how. Right, you're not going to any well, more games with us. Well, Bill L on the YouTube chat brings up a great point. The parents set this up for likes because some, they did because the they parents, were filming. The parents were videotaping yep. us. The parents were doing it. And they should not be proud of that. Right but now, they're wealthy, privileged individuals who—they're not good parents. That's yeah. poor parenting. Right now, uh, in my opinion, right now the poll is sixty-two percent yes. Was this kid out of line? Yes, yeah. sixty-two say yes. Sixty-three yeah. to Ultra. thirty-seven. Yeah. Okay. Not a good look. And the fact that the parents condone that <laughs> behavior, and and. Again, these folks have t- have tickets. They're ticketed Eagles fans. <laughs> they don't represent most Philadelphians. Uh, John says, spoiled brat kid. QJ yep. says, with that kid flipping the bird, now the networks have something else to talk about 
besides the Santa snowball incident. That's from, true. From right. hundred years. That's ago. true. And yep. the Rocky statue and the cheesesteak. It, it does. It does make our city look like people think our city. Yes, yeah. yeah, well. it looks low class, and that kid probably does not <laughs> is probably not even a resident of Philadelphia. Oh no, because they're wealthy people from wherever they are. Yeah. Little chump from Montgomery County. <laughs> <laughs> Disgusting behavior. Yeah, yeah, yeah. People are not people are not a fan of this. Mm-hmm. By the way, mm-hmm. yeah. 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 Show yeah. respect for your elders, even if they're wearing Bills jerseys. That's right, yeah. and even if your elder's eighteen. <clears throat> and to your point, the Bills fan is a classy guy, kind of laughs. And- yeah. But what's, what's, what's the adult going to do there? Is he going to go like that to the kid? <laughs> no, he should turn to the parents and go, hey, mom and dad, nice, mm-hmm. real nice. Might have. Might real have. Classy. the camera stop rolling. Yeah. yeah. Uh, there we go. All right. All right that'll do it for uh, uh, what's on the cut sheet part <laughs> <to> do. <laughs> Big Big Sticky Cheese uh, 67 says, where's Popovich with the megaphone? <laughs> <laughs> this is not who we are. This is not who we are. Stop. Exactly. Stop. Uh, good show today. Let's find out what's on tap for the Dawn Show, which is just about seven minutes out. Yeah, we have so much going on today. So I know we have Anthony Hennon. We have a ton uh, to talk about with within Pennsylvania news as well. I'm going to get into the medical side of thing. Even Elizabeth Warren, what is she finally admitting about Obamacare? And even maybe she is recognizing the pain I felt with my family with, you know, these huge out-of-control insurance companies. So we'll have some great interviews about that, some great discussion all ahead, and more on The Dawn Show. Yeah, I saw your tweet about that over the holidays, which yeah, is just outrageous. You. you know, we should spend some time, like, carve out a segment just to talk about that ridiculous concept that what, what people have to deal with and pay in this country in this day and age with what we already pay for insurance. It's ridiculous. Uh, but good stuff. Thank That's you. coming up in uh, six minutes. You're welcome, Dawn. As we wrap it up with uh, Who Won Twitter and YouTube Today. Who Won Twitter? Uh, hang on a second. I have a sponsor here somewhere. Which one? Brought to you by... Hang on. Merrill Reese. Mike Quick. ECI Comfort. Who on Twitter today is brought to you by ECI Comfort. I'm sorry. I didn't have this in front of me. I'm giving it to Jeremy Burke. He says, uh, can't wait to meet the new Amish Snoop Dogg. Beards, (laughs) buggies, and fatties. Yeah. (laughs) Snoop's going smokeless. Did you see the commercial? I did. It it was a joke, though. He was a fire pit? Yeah, he was doing a smokeless fire pit ad. So that's what that was for. Pretty funny. And then... Who won? YouTube. I'm giving it to Keith Martin uh, talking about uh, Nick's date night. He said, so the moral of the story, Nick had a, let me just clean this up for air, uh, crappy date night. He's had another word. I can smell it. <laughs> Nick had a crappy, crappy date night. That's one way so, to put it. Sorry. ECI Comfort sponsors who on Twitter and who on YouTube. Is the cold weather getting you down? Stay warm with ECI Comfort. Your go-to HVAC experts upgrade to the reliability of train heating systems, keeping you cozy when it matters most. Call ECI Comfort for your comfort needs or online at ECIComfort.com. That's ECIComfort.com. All right. That'll do it for us here on a Monday. Stay tuned. The Dawn Show coming up next. We're back tomorrow morning at 6. Until then. Good night, everybody. You got to do this with me. Join me next spring as we discover the wonderful sights in southern Italy with my friends from Conservative Tours. I'm talking about the Abbey of Monte Cassino, Pompeii. Enough time to see all the great sights in Rome as well, all while enjoying a gastronomical event for 12 wonderful days of touring. Olive oil production, a mozzarella farm, ugh, and the wineries. Yeah, the wineries. Tasting sessions galore. 
The group dining events they are known for are legendary at conservative tours. 5267, this includes your nonstop airfare while supplies last. Just call toll-free, 888-733-9494. You can go to conservativetours.com. Scroll down, you'll see my picture. Yes, my husband, Larry Menti, Michael and David, our teen sons. We're making this the family trip of a lifetime. Won't you join me? Just go to conservativetours.com. You'll see the full itinerary. As well, we'll find out together why so many Italians take their vacations in Puglia, Italy's best-kept secret, charming villages, Oh, picturesque and unspoiled, authentically Italian. Let's do this. Southern Italy in spring, conservativetours.com. Start your day with Kale and Company. Weekday mornings, 6 till 10. On Talk Radio 1210, WPHT, and the free Odyssey app.